Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Adam Arredondo. He is the executive director of the Kansas City Startup Foundation, and we're really happy to have him here today. Welcome to the show today, Adam. Hey, thanks so much, Kelly. Excited to chat with you for a bit. Yeah, talk about exciting. There's been a lot of exciting news coming out of the Startup Foundation, the startup community in the last few days, and that's why you're here, because we want you to talk with us about it. Um, yeah. Just Really, just to get you started, there's two things. Uh, the yes. Seed and Startland, they've merged with the uh-huh. Startup Foundation, and then yes. we've got the $1 million pledge from Affinity Worldwide. So why don't you talk with us about that merger, which is really, it's a gift of ownership, right? Yeah, that's that's the main thing. So um, Seed was basically a wholly owned subsidiary of Affinity Enterprise Group, um, and that's been going for three years. Um, and so we ran um, Mecca Challenge, which is an event to get students more connected to the entrepreneurial community. We manage a co-working space called Village Square that's in the heart of the Kansas City Startup Village. And then we also run Startland News. And on, on the other side, um, I was uh, involved with starting the Kansas City Startup Foundation, which is a nonprofit that we envision to kind of be um, a supporter and champion of grassroots entrepreneurial community efforts like the village. And so we got that up and running over the last couple years and um, really built out a really strong board and have all the legal and governance structure, but really didn't have the resources or bandwidth to, to execute on the vision we had. On the other side, you had Seed, which had some great, um, you know, great programs, um, and resources, thanks to Affinity, but didn't have the legal or governance structure to really garner larger community support. And so it became really clear six months ago, maybe a little bit longer, end of 2016, that not only was there confusion in the community between how the two organizations were different, but they were just incredibly complementary of the strengths of each. So around the first of the year, we kind of put the proposal to Mike and said, hey, what if we combine forces? Um, and, you know, for anyone that knows Mike, it's not surprising that he, um, you know, agreed to that and saw that it was what makes sense for the community. So it took us six months to pull it all together. Um, but finally, um, it actually officially took effect on July 1st, but then getting through all the merger complexities took us another month. Um, right. But yeah, so... Um, so when you're talking about now, Mike, yeah, when you're talking about Mike, uh, for people who don't know, you're referring to Mike Wren. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Mike <laughs> Wren is the CEO of Affinity Worldwide um, and has nothing to do specifically with the startup community or anything other than Mike is a champion of entrepreneurs. He, too, is an entrepreneur and um, you know, made really made his... Uh, you know, grew his success through insurance, of all things. And he is just a passionate guy that wants to give back to causes and, and purposes that he cares about, and entrepreneurship is one of those. Um, so, yeah, thanks for 
thanks for jumping in on that. And then also uh, Becky Cole um, is the CFO for Affinity Worldwide. And so it's Mike and Becky um, really are the two kind of spearheading this. And um, so, yeah, so working with them and um, actually working through the Greater Kansas City Community Foundation just to make all this flow like it should. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we officially announced that last week, and it's been pretty exciting to see the outflow of just support and excitement to see what's really been grassroots efforts over the last five years since the Kansas City Startup Village started in the fall of 2012 to where we are today has just been remarkable. Yeah, it, it absolutely has been, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. I want to make yeah. sure we get in here while we're talking about Mike and Becky that uh, they also, in addition to gifting the seed and Startland News to the Startup Foundation, then also are continuing to support it through this pledge, if you'll talk about that for a minute. Yeah, so not only did Mike and Becky um, agree to donate all assets, operations, and employees of SEED, which was four full-time employees in those three programs I previously mentioned, um, really to give it the legs and stability to really, uh, you know, get to work and grow that work, um, Mike and Becky agreed to a five-year million-dollar uh Agree, uh, five-year million-dollar donation, so million-dollars spread over five years, $200,000 a year, really just, I mean, one, the amount of generosity they are exhibiting is like nothing I've ever been a part of. And, um, you know, to really say we believe in this, we want to keep going. And the other thing that's really exciting is Mike, uh, he actually published an op-ed in Startland with kind of why he did it and his hope. One of the big things Mike hopes is that he can be a catalyst for others to jump in and support this and other efforts that really fuel innovation, creativity, and, and entrepreneurship in Kansas City uh, because Mike and, and many others um, believe that, that that is what is going to create the community and the economy here in Kansas City that we all dream of. And exactly. so that was that was really exciting for to hear his words. Yeah, I happened to read that piece, and it was really a challenge to some yeah. of the other folks who have the means to support, and for whatever reason, either may have not thought, well, maybe I could do this too, or uh, just it just never occurred to them. And so it'll be very interesting to see how that yeah. plays out, as you said. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, it's not just about the Startup Foundation. I mean, yes, obviously, I, we believe in what we're doing here. But um, but just those type of efforts, um, because, and, and I'm sure you're aware of this too, Kelly, is seeing there's a lot of people that talk about the things we need and should be doing. Yes. And many of those have tremendous resources that actually make it happen and, and you don't see you don't see that happening necessarily. Um, so you know Mike's challenge, which if anyone gets a chance to read that, I, I would recommend it, you know, to say, you know, let's not just talk the talk, let's walk the walk. And yeah. um, Mike Mike Wren, who's at least in the in the come up, civic leadership world is a relative no name um, to, to, for him to make this statement and make this stance, I think is pretty powerful. 
Yeah, and they can find that out on the Startland News website, right? Yes, yeah, Startland, startlandnews.com, yeah. Yeah, so well, you had talked about how five years ago when Seed got started that uh, – or I'm sorry, when um, the village got started, that yeah. uh, it was you know, it's a few houses or a couple houses really and uh, in, a, in a neighborhood uh, right off the state line. And mm-hmm. there, were, there really wasn't a lot of activity going on or, or it wasn't out in the mainstream. Uh, you guys all knew okay. about it. You knew what was going on. Right. Uh, but uh, the mainstream, the, the rest of the business community really wasn't focused on it. But now, you know, it's the thing. So tell us right. about, yeah, it really is. And so tell us about what are some of the things that have, um, well, you, you're famous for using the word collision. What are some of the different mm-hmm. collisions that have taken place that have helped to create what we have going on now, this movement and all this activity and progress that we're seeing now. You're talking kind of as a as a broader Kansas City community? Yes, yeah. We've only yeah. got a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And, and, you know, I was – but so as quickly as I can, I mean, I, I talk to a lot of people that are – almost everyone's pleasantly surprised, not only by Kansas City, just as a, as a city, right? I mean, I, I think – Unfortunately, Kansas City, to those many of those on the coast that have never visited here, the reputation is it's a cow town in flyover country. Um, you know, and some people know barbecue and jazz. But um, you know, we've now had the opportunity to talk with many people that have visited Kansas City. Um, I mean, we've we've talked to people from over 90 countries now that have literally come through the village and, and through other efforts in Kansas City. And it's really changing the reputation of Kansas City from from being that perceived cow town of flyover country to an up and coming city where innovation and entrepreneurship thrives. Um, and on top of that, we're hospitable and humble and got a good work ethic and all those things that are innate to to us here in the Midwest and in Kansas City. But now building kind of that edginess and that that um, kind of innovative mindset. Um, you know, it's really exciting to see that perception of Kansas City change. So, you know, some of those things um, that have changed, when I'm talking to these people, I, I really do. I, I kind of talk in terms of BGF and AGF before Google Fiber and after Google Fiber. Because uh-huh. um, obviously there were things happening before, but it wasn't real cohesive at times. And so it's exciting, um, you know, post-Google Fiber, it was such a huge national and international kind of spotlight on Kansas City. A lot of people came together, and whether it was a startup village, which is the first neighborhood that got Google Fiber, or um, you know, Plexbod Westport Commons, or um, what Kaufman did, starting One Million Cups, or Think Big's amazing new facility, or the Sprint Accelerator. I can, you know, we could go on. But none of these things that are really these hallmarks of the entrepreneurial and startup community, kind of early stage innovation, None of those things really existed, or none of the things I mentioned existed five years ago or six years ago. And now here we are today, and we can't possibly talk about them on one radio show, right? It's, right. it's not possible. So to see where we, how far we've come, and for me, just being a part of that has been really, really exciting to see the city that we all live in, and I've personally grown up in really remaking itself and re-energizing itself and building a new positive identity. And do we have a long ways to go? Yeah, definitely. 
but to see that happening and be a part of it is something that I wake up excited about every day. Yeah, and you know, when you talked about uh, we still have a ways to go, what are, what are some of the things, what are, what are some of the gaps? What do you think that we really need still in order to make us that most entrepreneurial city in America that we're, we hear about so often? Obviously, we're sure. making lots of national lists in a positive way, but as you said, there are still some things that need to be done. What, what do you see as, as necessary? Yeah, well, and all those lists are good, and some of it's some of it's marketing, you know, some of it's legit, you know, and you, you got to parse through it all. But you know, kind of breaking it down. I when when I say the word ecosystem, I, I kind of break it down into five buckets. You have the you know grassroots entrepreneurial community, the entrepreneurs, and and all of that effort. You have government plays a role, corporations play a role, education plays a role. And then, of course, the investment community plays a role. And, and so a, a truly vibrant entrepreneurial ecosystem is one in which all five of those are engaged and in playing that role um, well, you know, to support an environment in which on a innovation and entrepreneurship can thrive. So when you kind of think of it that way, the, the areas that I think um, – have the biggest room for improvement still. One, our grassroots community is very strong. A lot of those things I mentioned previously really were grassroots efforts. You know, Think Big and, and PlexPod and The Village, those are all grassroots efforts really kind of putting Kansas City on the map. I think our early stage investment community has come a long ways. I mean, three years ago, there wasn't one VC, one venture capital firm in Kansas City. Now there's yeah. six. Right. Yeah. The, but I yeah. And Darcy House. Yeah. Darcy has played a huge role in that too. Yeah. She is. She is a definitely a, a, a mentor um, of mine and someone I, I highly respect. Um, and yeah, and that's and that's exactly it. Like Darcy wasn't even involved in this in any way two and a half years ago, and now look at her. Um, but but the areas for improvement um, from my perspective, and there's a number of people working on this in different ways, but one is corporate engagement. Yeah. Um, you know, other than Sprint and now Affinity Worldwide, there really aren't uh, any corporations that have just said, we are committed to this. This is important to have a, an environment in which innovation thrives. They've, they tend to do it internally. And how do we unlock that and get corporations with huge resources and talent to be a part of this? That's something we're still working on. And people like Sprint are leading that with the Sprint Accelerator. They now have um, – uh, Dairy Farmers of America partnering with them and, and talking to others. So you see right. the movement there, but there's there's big opportunity there. And then also on the education front, um, our students and educators really aren't very engaged in this. Um, and it's important for them to be not only from a talent perspective of getting students as they graduate to be that young, innovative talent that entrepreneurs and, and small businesses need, um, but also just getting them to to think differently and dream bigger and, and just to um, understand that this is an option for them as well. And they don't just have to go and get the corporate job, but they could work for a small innovative business um, and to open their eyes that that exists. So so, you know, kind of the challenge to corporations to engage and, and support kind of this rising tidal of salt boats. And right. then also from the education perspective and understand that 
getting students engaged in this is so much more than trying to get them to be entrepreneurs, but just getting them to be problem solvers and dream bigger. Yeah, so the corporate engagement and then the uh, the educators, uh, the academics aligning with the uh, innovators that are already out in the business community mm-hmm. and, and helping mm-hmm. the students see those possibilities. Where do right. you go from yeah, where do you go from here? With this merger now, with, with everything aligned between Seed and the Startup Foundation, Startland News, how does this position you to do even bigger and better things yourself? Well, I think one of the big things is, uh, you know, one thing I, I, I like about how we approach this is we are very startup-minded. So we we do think about revenue from like a startup perspective. We, we believe the programs we're delivering are delivering value. So charging money and, and, and doing that makes sense. So one of the things we want to do now is and we're not going to stop not thinking of that because we believe being sustainable on our own and not being always reliant on grants and everything is good and it allows us to have greater impact in that way. With that being said, you know clearly this opens us up for support from different avenues now, whether it's just corporate giving or you know, Kauffman Foundation or, you know, places like that to really dive in. But, you know, our biggest thing now is let's make sure we don't lose sight of what we do well now, right? So the work we do in education, Startland News, The Village, right? Those are our three big focuses and then events. You know, we led One Week KC and Startup Crawl this year and have a number of events. So those things we do well, we can't get complacent we you know, we're really focused on how, letting this merger be a point where people see an increase in activity and increase in quality. Um, but with that being said, we now are gaining a larger voice to be a conversation starter and catalyst um, beyond what we we were able to before. So um, we believe one of the things that you know I talked about education. There's an opportunity there, and we're we're very involved there. But one of the things we we know to be true is just the entrepreneurial community, um, and especially the startup community, is is really struggles with diversity and inclusion. And um, it's something we care about. It's not always something we have proactively been a part of the solution for. And that's something we intend to change. Um, so not only is it just being very intentional, intentionally inclusive, and this is one thing that is in our guiding principles that's on our website is be in, intentionally inclusive. So not only do we want to be that in all the work we're already doing, but also what role sh- should we play? Can we play? What things should we be doing in order to make um, everyone feel like they have a seat at the table, make everyone feel welcome at all of these events? Because we truly believe that diversity of thought leads to better ideas, better solutions, and diversity of thought comes from diversity of experiences, and um, all of those things build on each other. So again, that's one of the big things that we will be prioritizing uh, more actively moving forward. Yeah, and you're so right about that. I mean, study after study after study shows, bears that out, that it, you know it, it's about more than uh, what you typically think about diversity. It, it's when you've got all of the different kinds of people with various backgrounds and experiences working to solve a problem or 
making a decision that you've got you've got all of that that you can tap into and that things usually usually produce a lot better results and, and that you know, like I said study after study bears that out and so uh, I'll be interested to see uh, where you go with that and obviously we'll yeah. stay in touch and and uh, I'll have you back to talk about maybe just that yeah, particular no. that particular angle. So, yeah, well, and, but, and I know you're a big champion of kind of women in business and all that, and I, I thank you for that. I mean, it's um, it all plays into it, and um, so yeah, I mean, I'm I'm eager to see what we end up doing as well. I just, you know, I think you know, for me, I I'm a white male. It's a lot of this has kind of not been in my purview for a lot of my life, or at least you know, I haven't realized. Uh, it's easy for me to overlook it. And so a lot of things have happened over the last year or two to really help me gain some perspective and us gain some perspective. And, and being very intentional about that is, is um, again, something we all need to think about. And, again, I appreciate your efforts and um, excited and eager like you are to see what ends up coming of all these efforts. Yeah, and it's going to be an interesting uh, interesting time that we're in here in Kansas City. Uh, yeah. Adam, thank you so much for all that you do. And I know you've just been crazy busy this week with all of the stuff that's been going on. And so I appreciate the time you took to stop and talk with us here today. And if someone would like to find out more about your efforts, and whether it's a corporation, whether it's uh, just anybody yeah. who has an interest in what you're doing, what's the best way to reach you? I mean, my email is adam at kcstartupfoundation.org. Feel free to reach out. Um, I'll try and be as responsive as possible. Um, And, you know, a really great opportunity to just kind of stay, kind of start getting in the loop of kind of more of this grassroots early stage stuff. We actually put out a community guide that just kind of gives a list of a lot of the key things happening, events, and uh, startups and organizations that are a part of it. And um, so that is available at startlandnews.com slash guide for any people that are new, just kind of starting to kind of get mm-hmm. into the community a little bit. But yeah, um, so that's there for any pa- anyone that passively wants to learn a little bit. But my email, adam at kcstartupfoundation.org. Okay, Adam at kcstartupfoundation.org, and you can go out to the startlandnews.com website and get the startup guide that Adam was just talking about. Again, congratulations on all of the things that you've been able to tie the bow on in this last week, and uh, we're looking for lots more to come out of the the Startup Foundation and the Village and everything you've got your fingers in. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. And again, thanks for all you do as well. Thank you. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at IThinkBigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.